Hello, we're back. Welcome. Welcome to the Siblings Podcast. My name is Nicolette. I'm 16 years old. Hey, I'm Reggie. I'm Anthony. And we're all siblings. Yeah, Nicolette feels the need to always accentuate that <laughs> fact. Yeah, I can say it again. <laughs> keep, keep, keep track of how many times you said it. <laughs> it's not like we're, like we're not siblings. <laughs> Take a drink every single time I say it. Oh, okay. my God. Whoa, whoa. You're, you're 16. Old for that. You're not old enough for that. 16, Nicolette. though. Time out. Guys. You're not old enough for that. Have you heard of the internet? Okay. What do you mean? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, so what are we going to talk about today? Well, today, <laughs> we're going to talk about what we want for the next president. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, this is not going to stir up any I love politics. It's not going to stir up any type Hooray. of controversy whatsoever. I love Politics. It's gonna be a simple, clean discussion. Yippee! <laughs> right, so we're gonna do a breakdown on each perspective, what you guys think, you know, how you guys feel about what you want for the next world leader and for the future generations. But it's really about what you want for the next president. And we're gonna have different opinions, we're gonna have different perspectives, and that's fine. Uh, I wanna get to a point where we're all comfortable with yeah. each other's perspective, we understand where it comes from. And then we can come to a nice consensus. In the meantime, let's see how that I'm gonna works st- out. I'm gonna ask you some leading questions so we can get to that end point in the road. So, starting off right off the bat, we're going to Nicola, and we're gonna find out the oh. the, the the deeper parts of her mind. Oh, guys, I'm walking gonna, into the ring. And we're gonna I figure my, out I have my how she thinks ring. about this. I'm going into the ring. I have my my, <laughs> she my has hood her hood on. The oh lights are down. Oh my god, there's a bug on the microphone. Oh my god. Sorry about that, guys. We just have to kill a bug. You can cut, it, you can cut it out. You realize that. <laughs> <laughs> it's funnier when it's in there. <laughs> Anyways. So. It's funnier when it's in there, Reggie. Anyways. So. The next president. Let's just. I mean. Well. That's the thing. I feel like with Trump being here, it was really like a wake-up call to all of America about how people felt and how their insecurities and their emotions got the best of them. And I really thought that that was the best opportunity we had to really fix some major problems in this country because it was all out in the open. People were being honest. People were like, yeah, I guess I'm a white supremacist now. You know what I mean? And... Like, that was really the time to really get them to see something differently and to see their ignorance. And I felt like it could be a moment of great change. And um, it was one of the best opportunities, I think, to do that. And I think... But was the moment now seized? We, now, hold on a second. And I think now all the world saw that. But... Now that it's been going on for so long and nothing really happened, no one really stood up. People were just getting tired. People were angry or just, they don't want to watch the news anymore. They don't want to know what their president is doing. They're, they're tired of it and they want to move on and they're over it. And that's kind of a sucky position to be at when so much change was emerging. You, ha- you know, you had the Me Too movement, you had the March for Our Lives. Thank God people are still fighting for um gun control but that's only because mass shootings are still happening and with the me too movement it still kind of fizzled out because it was only focused on hollywood what about all the other industries in america it happens literally everywhere what about wall street so i felt like all this change that was emerging all these people's minds that were changing it kind of didn't amount to much and then people just went back to the way they were and that's it's it's kind of disappointing. And I think when you see the 2020 Democratic candidates, I get a sense that the parties kind of, they can't agree on anything. They're, I wouldn't say they're divided, but they have a lot of different opinions. And it, I, almost, I almost can get the sense that maybe the Democrats haven't been, couldn't really push forward because they couldn't agree on anything and they were all so different and they couldn't remember the common ground. I feel like uh, some of the blame to change not as much happening anymore is because the Democratic Party is already having problems on its own and there's a lot of 
members of that party who are way too old and don't know how to deal with social media and the internet. They don't know how to deal with the younger generation or even the generation of voters right now. And I think that's really affecting the country in a lot of different ways. And I really think that that was one of the biggest reasons why the Democrats really couldn't make themselves look amazing. Like, this was their best chance to make themselves look like the party to get as many people as possible. Honestly, in my opinion, I think the 2018 election, they should have sweeped both with all the anger and the passion that they had. They kind of didn't take advantage of it because they're not as strategic. But what do you want from yeah. next president? And sorry, I was just going on a rant a yeah. little bit. <laughs> but from the next president, what I'm seeing is that they're kind of want change, but they're kind of ignoring the sentiment of the people. But what I wanted for the next president was the next president to bring up those issues and really go push forward with it. And I mean, there's a couple of different things they have to do because there's a lot of issues. And I think one of the greatest things to help that is to make like the first bill they first law they pass has to be the public funding of campaigns to get rid of all the lobbyists the nra and all those groups that are holding the country back at the same time they have really have to deal with world issues so i think most the in the beginning they would have to deal mostly with the world issues that are, that's happening because it's all emerging nationalism is growing and there's a lot of things that are collapsing and alliances and stuff like that so that's what i would want i would want um a president most of all to be strategic to care about the people and to think in a long-term perspective well um to add to your point um about the democratic party just not really looking like it's ready for prime, prime time times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i agree it's kind of distressing a little bit uh, we're getting tired. You know, um, for whatever reason, you could blame it on, you know, Russia or, you know, the people's, you know, opinion, you know, greater opinion of, you know, the people, quote unquote, left behind. You know, they had a quote unquote major factor to play in his election. But um, Hillary just could just, for whatever reason, just it, it didn't it didn't happen. I yeah, she she won too. she won the popular vote. The electoral college kind of got in the way. There's a whole bunch of other drama and controversy that ensued. But you, you know, can't blame the electoral. There are some people that believe you know the electoral college, and in in the states that voted for Trump, um, because they had enough turnout, and because the turnout for Hillary just wasn't as big, kind of tipped the scale in his favor. Um, a lot of purple states went red um so that gave him that upper hand um and uh honestly and to me that, that that's honestly a perfect segue for me to really talk about what i think the next president you know what, what kind of characteristics and kind of responsibilities i think the next president should have it has to be a president that can inspire people mm -hmm. and rally people um, and really look to bring people together because we're so divided. Can I finish right speaking? You, you, spoke, <laughs> you spoke for like a good ten minutes, and I didn't say anything. Got him. I love it. I literally, I literally. Okay, the first okay, moment go. I get to speak, go. And uh, she's like, "Oh, perfect time to speak." Like, no, you no. had your chance. Sorry. Anyway, so um, I think the next president really needs to be someone who can inspire and rally people. Because um, honestly, Obama had the ability to have such a ridiculously high turnout in the urban areas, um, and you know, you even saw during his inauguration how many people decided to come out and, and witness it. So, you know, I think that first and foremost, it needs to be someone that uh, can get people motivated to participate. Um, in their communities more. Uh, definitely Trump getting like there's a wake-up call for a lot of people. So I'm pretty sure that everybody is going to take their civil duties a lot more seriously. Um, you know, people are definitely not going to take voting for granted anymore um, when they realize that we live in a reality that, you know, people like Trump can get elected if the right factors are in play. Mm -hmm. So... Um, that just means that it's really up to us 
uh, to make that extra effort and make sure that well, this country doesn't fall into the hands of people that rather not like hold tr hold true to its better I guess you could say values um, or at least the values that have evolved over time and you know the diversity and uh, all the other kind of benefits that have come from us being a little more inclusive um, and that's something that Trump doesn't really believe in he wants to be exclusive he wants to I honestly don't think he had any problem if half the people um, got from, you know government gets reelected but if that does happen then I don't think you have any problem with um, you know a decent amount of the population quote-unquote leaving because that just means that that's kind of what he wanted you know he didn't want the immigrants and whoever else the people who, you know what I'm saying less people in this country better for him because that means his constituency gets what they want they they give back the jobs or whatever and you know last thing I want is for you know people to just run away and think that all right this it's all is lost you know because there's honestly been way too many people way too many wars way too many people that have died and suffered for us to hold on to this so for us to give up to me doesn't really seem like an option so that's what I got to say. But what do you want from next president, Anthony? <laughs> That's what I said. I said someone who can inspire, rally. There we go. Someone who um, who can connect with the people. I think Obama had that really kind of unique quality. Mm -hmm. uh, he's kind of like really down to earth, but at the same time, very wise and reflective. I mean, at this point, with the current democratic field, can't really get too picky. It is what it is. This is what we're working with, you know. We have we have we have a couple of uh, uh, more elderly candidates now. So I mean, if 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 people, you know, someone like Biden is the best ticket, I'm all for it, you know. But I don't want to just say his name and then because you know, like I I I at the end of the day, you know, if he if he is the nominee, then well, we have to make sure that people are ready to turn out because you can tell that trump will have his people like rally like he can mm. rally his people he mm. can mm. he can mobilize mm. his army he has an army mm. ready to go mm. and they they will show up to the polls in force so if we don't show up to the polls in double the force then mm. we can kiss the next four years goodbye mm. <laughs> and if you have a question following up when you said you want a president who's really like a moral leader, right? A person who can inspire, inspire people and really connect with the people. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I feel like we've had a lot of likable presidents, but have we had a lot of effective presidents as well? Oh. So how do you become effective and likable whoa, 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 to whoa. make sure that not only the public sentiment, but things are actually getting done and things are actually being fixed. Because if you look at the world, very easily something can go wrong. There's so many different things happening. You have the Middle East. You have Brexit. You have China, Russia. And it's not looking good. And it's not looking good for a lot of countries. So even though a, a moral leader president would be great for America, it would be great only in our mindset. What do you think? Right. I mean, so, so basically, your question. Like, I'll say, I'll say, okay. for answering your question, I just want to frame this a different way. So basically, your idea of a president is a moral leader. Nicholas is trying to say, yo. We've had a lot of those already. Let's have, okay. let's have an effective leader. Oh, no, of course, of I'm course. not saying that. No, 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 no. I have I'm nothing saying wrong. That maybe you can have, of course, the president has to be likable, but we've had a lot of likable presidents, but they, oh, there's still a lot of problems with this country. That's why I said, one of the most important things is that we have to make sure the president is strategic and they're a long-term thinker. America has a bad history of being short-term thinkers and letting things go to the wayside, okay? Mm -hmm. So that's what Ooh. I'm saying. Not only do we ha have to have a likable president like we've seen already, we have to have a president that is, is smart and can understand the situation and make the right next move in order to make change. Right. So to answer your question, yes, 
I'm not saying being a moral leader is, I think that's definitely going to be one of the most important qualities in this new president, um, or at least more important factors, because that kind of ties into uh, uh, the global conversation, right? Um, because if we have someone that um, is respectable, you know, then I feel like because as you could see, a lot of the world's biggest governments are kind of destabilizing right now. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and it's not good, honestly, because um, we've only been living in this era of quote-unquote harmony for, what, 20, 30 years? Core ended in the 90s, right? So, I mean, since then, you know, things have been, it's been kind of a lull. Doesn't necessarily mean that things can't turn up again. You know, history has a way of repeating itself. Yes. So if we're not careful, and if the right people, if the wrong people actually, the wrong people do the, the wrong things, as you can see in history's past, like, that could be a problem. So I just feel like the next president needs to be intelligent enough to navigate how mm -hmm. things, how messy kind of uh, world the, the world political situation has gotten. Um, it's going to be difficult because uh, a lot of world governments are simultaneously destabilizing um, and big, big governments, not like little governments. We're talking like arguably most of the governments that are responsible for a large part of first world output, you know, GDP, mm. you know, economy, culture, mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of the countries that are supposed to be leaders on the world stage are kind of retreating into their holes um people like boris johnson or somehow oh in you God. know prime minister of uk um and you know just a bunch of like you know and obviously you know us um and then you have a bunch of other as dad would say bad actors on the other side of the world in north korea russia middle east so um you know, and, and the lack of kind of uh, this more return to isolationist mentality that I can see mm -hmm. happening um, will only give those bad actors more room to maneuver. And the more room you give them to maneuver, the more opportunities they have to cause trouble. Mm -hmm. And the minute you give them the opportunities to cause trouble, now we're in a position where, you know, I think that the policy during Cold War was to monitor those areas to make sure that they don't have room to maneuver. Um, and now that and and since the Cold War ended, we've been operating on the faith that the world will just have learned. The world just, just learned. We learned and we're moving on. But of course, we don't. That's not hundred percent exactly. That's not hundred percent with the case. Um, we were more or less relying on kind of the boom of our economies being interdependent the internet how connected we are um our society is rapidly advancing in a lot of ways but almost regressing in arguably probably the more important factors mm -hmm. you know the more yeah. human factors quote-unquote connected but there's a lot of like deep i guess questions we need to ask ourselves going mm -hmm. forward as mm -hmm. to what really matters you know oh. um, long term okay. so is that why you okay. much prefer that a moral president is first because you feel like the world is losing its human factors yeah in a lot of ways um, the yeah. internet is not really helping with that um, I feel like we're just becoming siloed off from each other um, and it's a lot easier for us to kind of alienate each other and make each other feel like you know um, especially with people, you know, um, and just there, there isn't as much substance as there used to be in, in, in today's world, today's culture, I guess, uh, I don't know. It depends on, like I said, what we're really, what we're really trying to fight for, um, at the end of the day, because the more people seem like they don't care, then the easier it is for things to just fall apart. So, mm -hmm. so um, hold on, honestly, hold on, hold on. So I'm gonna I'm gonna chime in. I'm gonna contribute. Well, honestly, you guys have made most. Because I was about to respond to you. You guys have made most mostly key points so far, and maybe we we can get to your response a little bit later. But just going back, you know, how could I add anything more than what you guys have already said? 
Uh-oh. I guess, <laughs> me personally, my perspective is just a little bit different. I think uh, if we go back to the central question, what we want from the next president, you kind of see that the question is kind of a little bit, uh, what do you want from the future of the world? It's that kind of that kind of big of a question. It's like hidden within there, you know. The more you talk about it, the more you figure it out. But for me personally, uh, it is a big question. leaders have to have wisdom. If you see presidents with short-term ideas, mm-hmm. and maybe they're just not, you know, thinking about how they're gonna be effective. Part of being effective and part of having like a long-term vision is just being wise, having a lot of wisdom, and having uh, a good base of knowledge to come from, having a critical mind, you know, not overreacting to what's currently in front of you, because something's gonna go on like twenty years after now, like. What's going to happen then? What's going to happen a decade from now? You know, when, when uh, President Bush went into Iraq. In the moment, it's like, oh, yeah, 9-11 just happened. Let's go to the Middle East and do something. Ten years later, we look back and we're like, yeah, that wasn't wise. <laughs> that was not a wise move. Um, I think we have current problems and future problems. Um, this could be a current and future problem. People don't believe in politics anymore. A lot of people don't. I told you they're over it. I'll give you an example. Uh, I agree with you. I'll give you an example. I remember back in my AP government class, and this is in high school, at least five years ago. So let's say 2014, in, in a government class, 90% of the students, when they were asked um, whether or not they believe politicians are liars, 90% of them raised their hand and said, yes, I do believe that politicians are liars. So no one's going to believe politicians, and no one's going to believe politics. No one's going no to believe in it. It's like, it'll be a waste of time. Because it's like, why would you believe in something that, that's just lying to you? It's fake. And that's how we got to Trump. Because if everyone's a liar, let's just get whoever we want. Let's get them to do our bidding. Right? That's personally how I see it. You need to get people to believe in politics more. For a second there, I really liked Marianne Williamson. <laughs> In the debates. I mean, she kind of had good philosophical points, but like, come on. She's baby. starting. <laughs> she's starting from some good points with healing. She can't get past her initial. She can't be her initial thoughts. Though. it's just emotion is like fifty percent of the battle. <laughs> she can't get past her initial ideas or thoughts, but at least she's starting from someplace. Everyone else is starting uh, from. Just it's just, everyone else is just over like reacting in the moment. Mm, that's to, a, that's probably the Democratic Party. To where, whatever's in front of them. They're too reactive. Uh, obviously, I wouldn't. Have, I probably wouldn't end up sticking with her. But uh, <laughs> I mean, how I think some of our ideals were good to start. And going back to what Anthony was talking about, they opened up with, the conversation with uh, essentially all these first world countries struggling with nationalism. You know, if she had ideas. Like, philosophical ideas on how to bring together, you know, the countries of Europe, maybe the countries of Asia, all under one, then that would be, that'd be amazing. That would be fantastic. Right now, we all live in harmony through uh, the collective idea that we're all benefiting and profiting off of each other. But That's a bold statement. No, 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 no. And by, I mean that by he's not, he's not, the he's countries. Not the he's countries all live with the idea that we can live in harmony and not fight and kill each other because we can profit off of each other. Like, it's, it's win-win. Mutual gain. The problem is that that's not sustainable because as soon as one party doesn't feel like they're winning or gaining, they're going to react to that. Case in point, the American people felt like they weren't winning with the situation in China. So they pushed for someone who's against China. You know, people of England, they said, I feel like Europe isn't working for us. They're not, doing, they're not helping us win. So, because, because this is a financial agreement... We're gone. It's on the pretenses of financial agreement that you're going to have natural issues. Mm. But what's interesting about that is if you look, the United States of America, 50 states, Mm. England is a state, France is a state, Germany is a state, but they're separated states. Why is the United States united together? Because we have common core ideas. Freedom, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Life, liberty. It doesn't matter the order... (laughs) But it's the common values and ideas that brings people together. Without that, the financial aspect eventually will all just crumble away. 
you know, someone's going to think of a way to, uh, someone's going to think of a reason to attack one another, or someone's going to be stupid and be like, yeah, let's, let's, let's attack them for the sake of it. But when you have these common core ideas, that really keeps people together. You know, I, I, I don't think the EU is there yet, but I think, you know, it's perfect testing ground, proving ground for this, this idea. You know, we'll go from there. We'll see from there. I, that's what I, what I want in a president is a president who's wise, can handle the problems of the future and the problems of today, and, you know, can provide some common core ideas. Also, that's 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 not easy, bro. To also, handle the I'll say, of the future. that's good. Also, <laughs> I know, I'll right? say. That's a little general, Reggie. No, 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 no. Elaborate, please. So, so I'll elaborate. Presidents nowadays get elected off of short-term issues. You know, whatever the new latest and greatest thing. That's what I'm saying. You know, I would like to see That's policy ideas put forward that will have an impact 10, 20 years, 30 years down the line with that in mind. I would like that to be a mainstay component, not policy as soon as they get into office, not like policy that's going to affect you immediately. Because I, I guess that's as easy to sell. And I, that's maybe as part of a deep problem is the president is a short term job. Being the president is a short term job. Xi Jinping, you know. He's president for life. He's all the time in the world. Putin, basically president for life, all the time in the world. President of the United States, eight years. Maybe four. It's a short-term job. There's only so much you can cover. And because of the way uh, politics work and democracy works, you're just gonna probably going to most likely work on short-term solutions. But the reality is long-term problems, long-term problems always come up to bite you. They always come up to bite you. You can have your short-term stop gaps all you want. They make you feel good. Long-term problems are going to come at you like a tidal wave. Uh-huh. And you're going to wish that you would have figured out a way to get the heck out of the way of that tidal wave uh-huh. before it came to you. And I think, you know, a lot of power needs to go back to Congress because the senators and the congressmen are there for longer periods of time to have more stable government and leadership in the long term. You know, part of the job of the Senate is foreign foreign affairs. They should be dealing with our foreign policy in a more robust fashion. Um, but, but the presidency blame, but- also has to be flexible, and I guess that's why it kind of dipped into a position to where it's taking over foreign policy. But can you blame that on the people who are in the Congress that aren't doing enough? Oh, yeah, for sure. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll blame that on, on the congressman, but I'll also blame on the system, you know. The president provides a certain shield for them. They're just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to follow what the president says. And it's easier concept for the people to, to grasp in their minds. Oh, this person's in charge. When in reality, you have hundreds of elected officials that actually make decisions. The president's just there for passing time. Yeah. yeah. But I see where Anthony's coming from, though. Anthony, how, do you, how, how did you feel about some of those ideas that Maybe the world is kind of slipping into chaos. You know, how does it make you feel? Maybe, maybe the Democrats aren't doing enough. How does it make? You, how do those things make you feel? I mean, <laughs> look, I don't want to be all doom and gloom, the world but uh, I don't. I don't think. Uh, world I, 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 I don't think it would be a good idea to pretend like everything is okay, or to pretend like Wait, can- everything's gonna just gonna work itself out. Um, mm-hmm. Because uh, there's been plenty of times in history where the wrong people got their way because yeah. uh, the people who should have been fighting for what matters and what's right either didn't feel like it or um, just... Uh, you feel like, just like there's a have... lot of injustice? I just feel like our generation, and I know you brought this up earlier, um, but gen- different perspectives from each generation. Mm-hmm. Um, our previous generations, older generations in this country have seen the effects of war firsthand. Um, They've either uh, are elders and they've literally fought in wars. The last war that was big wells fought World War II. Um, Or they've been through uh, the Cold War. Um, But most of our generation is post all of that. So we're living in a world where we just make the assumption uh, everything worked itself out. War is dead. Core is over. War is dead. Core is over. You know, whatever. Um, there are bad actors that want to. I don't know. Okay. They have their own agendas. Let's just okay. say that. I'm gonna cut you off for a second. Ew. I feel like when you say we can't pretend everything is gonna be fine, I feel like that's a lot 
a lot of that ha- kind of happens with a likable president. You think everything's going to be fine. Oh, but she's challenging your ideas I, here. I feel like I kind of disagree with you because yeah. I, honestly, at this point, at this immediate point, I don't think you understand we need a saying. president that can get things done first She thinks that she, that she wants a sweet talker. No. 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 no, 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 no. Reggie's instigating. I'm no, saying no, 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 that no. at this point, I Got think him. we need a president that can fix things first and foremost. No. And you said it yourself. Look at the world right now. There's always a theme that happens right before wars. Countries get stirred into nationalism simultaneously, and alliances drop and uprisings ensue. That's what's happening now. And it, it's almost becoming to a point of immediacy that problems are going to arise. And also, what normally spurs those wars are economic issues. What Trump is doing in this country is bad economic issues for this country and for the world. Look at the point that we're at right now. It's kind of a point of immediacy. And honestly, at this point, I think we need a president who can fix this first and fix a lot of the issues like this and then... Focus on connecting with the people. Wait, hold on. So don't you? But okay. But don't you feel like? Well, first and first and foremost, this country has been operating under a cloud of controversy and division for the past three. I'm not talking about years. this country. I'm talking about the world that needs. Yes, uh, but, but that leads into. But that leads. That leads into global. That leads. But Nicola, Nicola. I think we need a president that need, that can fix the economic who, issues. Who fix the global? But issues, what kind of what other countries? Okay, first and foremost, don't you think it would be like easier for a president that could connect with his people to uh, to create better negotiations with other countries if i'm a if i'm the prime minister of germany don't you think i'd be more willing to 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 work with someone who takes care of takes care of their own people that takes care of their own people that isn't just spewing controversy every five seconds i'm not saying that you know what I'm saying? so what i'm trying to say is nicola's approach is done. all right forget what's going this on in america we no. gotta fix fix the world right now slow yeah, things down. but 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 politics it doesn't work like let's slow things from my down. perspective politics is is is, no, is I like this debate. It, but uh, but it, politics needs to grow from somewhere you can't just have a president just like yeah whatever what's going on in america can wait we gotta fix the no, world no that's why my suggestion is the president obviously doesn't have to be completely repulsive i'm just saying that the president it has to be effective and the president would do something that unifies the country like you remember jfk he brought up the idea of let's go to the moon not only did it help with the space race but it unified the country because mm. wow we're an amazing country yes that's this, what i mean though but we he was a moral like leader that. he was someone who no he was someone who could inspire i'm not talking about that mm, i'm mm, talking mm. about the fact that he came up with this idea that can unify the whole country oh maybe the next president if he could do some sort of thing like that and then focus on the things that are happening in the world, the things that are going to affect us anyways, the things that are going to affect our troops and all of our money, if, if we could distract the people in this country and then fix the problems in the world and sufficient enough so we can actually fix the country, I think that's something I'll much more prefer because we're at a point of immediacy, Anthony. Yeah, but okay? this country... We're at a point where we need to fix this or it's going to go very badly, very quickly. Okay? Just look at the leaders. You hear every day about a new country. You heard about Brazil. And you heard about Cuba. And you see all these bad leaders. And you see all these uprisings. Like you said, they're destabilizing. So where do these feelings so, come from, Nico? These feelings of immediacy? For you for you personally, like, why do you feel we need such immediacy right now over a long-term distance? Because we never know when, when a catalyst is going to strike. Remember World War One? So you're feeling you remember, a little. Do you remember how the killing? Paranoid? No, I'm not paranoid. <laughs> because, I'm like, just saying we have to fix t- this now textbook. before it just escalates. Okay, this this has to be. This is almost becoming like an exponential growth graph. Okay, I don't need it to go <laughs> growth graph. Exactly, I don't need to go. Okay. It needs to. Nicolette, it's becoming. Nicolette, rap- how would this president? The more time that goes on, oh, the more rapid. Did we not just talk about short termism versus long termism? Exactly. And Nicolette right here is talking about short termism. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Did we I don't not know. just talk about this? I understand. We short termism. It's really difficult for no. me to grasp. He said, saying we, we have immediate problems. We could. We could. We, we can do fix long the term. Later. The, other, the world needs to get fixed first. We'll fix the country later. No! I'm what, just like, okay. that's literally can, what you're saying. No, but that's not true. Anthony just reason. wants to heal the country. Nicolette yes. wants some kind of immediate results. No! Me personally, I don't want that's, immediate that's, that's, that's not how it works. That's, shh. 
That's not short-termism. What I'm saying is that through fixing the world, we would use long-term solutions. Long-term solutions that would help (laughs) the Middle East. That would help China. That building stronger alliances. Explain yourself. And building structures in other countries where they can thrive. Nah, we need, we need I, I fundamentally disagree with this whole with your whole point. Because I fundamentally amazing. disagree. Emily, do you want to be in the world? You can't just no. walk into someone else's country and be like, this is how I think you should no. do it. No, no, no. I'm going to fix everything. Not so, like you're, that. So, so explain, but, 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 no. but explain to me what is how you're your going ideas come from? to reverse all this, 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 this wave of nationalism. Tell me how you're going to reverse it. We don't like, have to. It's diff- you okay, know how difficult that is? It's a lot easier, all right, to be elected. And focus on your own people. Make sure that you're creating policies that are helping your people, and and, and not only uh, domestically but internationally as well. Once you can, like Reggie said, once the healing can begin, once people can now feel proud again to be an American, then we can start, you know, talking with other countries that are. Because you can't just go to another country and be like, oh, I think you, you know, this is how you should do it. They have their own democratic processes. I'm They're allowed to that. elect whoever they want. I'm all right. Not to, first of all, so, I'm not so be the, the key, <laughs> but 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 I think then then where are you coming from? Because you're gonna say, oh, then then what you just said, I don't understand where where what are these ideas where come from? Valid. I, I don't know how to say how how they remain valid. If you say, well, it doesn't matter what I say because I'm not the president. No, I'm like, well, the president <laughs> has to no. actually body blow. <laughs> the, the president. Well, you have to think about your perspective of like, because you basically said, oh. The next president needs to fix what's going on in the world no. right now. No. That's literally no, no, what no, no, you no, no. said. So, okay, okay, okay. realistically so speaking, it's a lot okay. easier to talk to your own people than to go to another country, and no, especially a bunch of other countries that don't even want to have anything unifying. to do with you. We need right? something and be that's like, unifying within this country so it can help the people in this country support what the president is doing. Is that and what I just have, said? Is that what I just said? What I'm saying You're repeating what I said. No. What I'm saying is that once the people in the country support the president, then it's easier for the president, someone who I want to be effect, an effective leader, who thinks long term, to help the situation that's going on in the world. And nah, okay, the way you worded it the first time, of course he you can have, fix the country later. That's literally what you said. Of course mm. Okay, have to walk so now she's, heard flipping, too. now she's flipping. Now she's flipping. I'm saying I, literally the same thing I said. And of course I told that's you. That's why that, I heard too. I told you flipping. you And of course you have, have to walk into like flip flops. Like, <laughs> That's why I said the first time. Psych. <laughs> no. Psych. And of course, he doesn't have to walk into China to be Xi Jinping. Exactly. No. What I'm saying is that having an effective leader that at least will fix the world economy, that at least will fix our alliances, and then try to build something with the world leaders to help them fix their own countries or help root out the corruption. I don't. I'm not going to go out on a whim and try to make suggestions because, obviously, I'm not a political scientist. But... (laughs) Obviously, (laughs) obviously she's not a political scientist. (laughs) Politics, so... She's not a scientist. You don't know anything, Anthony. Oh, lay down the mat. Lay down the mat. You're not a political scientist either. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but I I feel like I'm coming from a more logical standpoint than you. No! I'm making sense. You're making sense? Really? Because I'm saying that Uh, we need to have a unifying force in America to help. But how are you going to have a unifying force if you have a a president? But being an effective president means having being a president that people can respect, look up to. Yes, that's what I'm saying. We need to have. I said the exact same thing. And and the minute I said it, you're like, no, I think they should focus on what's going on in the world first and they can fix the country later. That's what you said. said We need to have a JFK type. Okay, okay, okay. And then you fix. Wasn't JFK not a moral leader? To some degree? Okay, let's slow it down. It seems like Nicolette is looking for some. Immediate solutions that will no, happen. Sh- that will I'm happen to solve. Did you listen to what I was saying? That will happen to solve long-term issues. She wants to solve long-term. She wants to address long-term issues immediately to have fertile ground to move forward. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Anthony is saying, "Let's start a healing Let's process in our country. Let's fix we up our country." I'm not saying take it forward. easy. I'm not saying the the president should only focus domestically. He's saying, but be, but 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 there there should be there should be a priority to. Making sure that the American people re- can respect this president and 
um, and, and, and this new president doesn't create more division, right? Okay. Because we've already been, we've already had too much division, and we're not like other countries. Like Reggie said, we're all pretty much linked together off of a few basic ideals, right? It's not like we're all, you know, so of one cup of No, no, it's not, it, so, it's not, first of all, it's not like within countries in Europe, it's by blood, you're related. And by, if you look at the European Union, they're related by scratch my back, I'll scratch yeah, your back. Yeah, I just said that. Yeah, so what I'm trying to say is that if we're not fighting for these values, right? If we're if if we're not sticking true to like the 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 core of like our American yeah, like you ethos, need to, you need to go back. Exactly, we need to and re- root ourselves exactly. in those values. Exactly, we need to go back. We need to remind ourselves what those core values are, and remind ourselves that we can't just let those fall by the wayside just I because agree. people like Trump mm. want to come in and just spew all sorts of rhetoric and, and galvanize a whole army of white supremacists. You know so, so you want... Sh- hold on again. So, you, so Anthony wants a slower, more detailed, planned out, and processed point of approach. It doesn't have to be... I'm not saying it has to be... Like I said, I'm not saying you have to, you have to solely focus on, on, on our domestic situation. Our domestic situation needs to be addressed, especially in, very, in, in the first hundred days of this new president... You domestically want. should be his top priority. He needs to stabilize the political the, the political situation right now, so that way he could operate globally. Because how are you going to like if if, if how how are you going to like participate on the world stage if if your own backyard is in chaos? You want to build so, up our own foundation first. So the, the initial plan I think this new president needs to do is he needs to address. All the controversy and division that's been going on in this country, at least within the first hundred days, and then thus he needs to start creating a plan to meeting with world leaders and trying to figure out how we're going to get ourselves back on track, right? Because under Trump, we have taken a lot of steps backwards, right? A lot of a lot of long-term issues that have been neglected by him. For example, the climate talks and a whole bunch of other things. So I just feel like we need to regroup as American people. And once we do that, and I'm not saying it's going to be overnight process, but I think we need to begin doing that, okay, initially, and then some, and then you know, in some capacity, start formulating a plan to restabilize. I don't want to say restabilize the world because it's not that easy, but take steps to rebuild our relationships with countries that should be our. You're allies. saying, okay, Anthony's saying, Anthony's saying. Hold on a second, because we can alienate a lot of countries. Oh, okay, Anthony's saying, start at home first. <laughs> and then I let you out. speak. The minute I speak, no. it's a problem. No. So no. Anthony's saying, Anthony's saying, start at home, start at home first, and then build off from there. Nicola is saying, let's start with a unifying idea, our foundation first for the world, and then move from there. Is that are, the, are these the core differences, Nicola? What's let your me, position? Let oh, me just right, say, Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> no, 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 no. Before Whoa. you talk about Anthony's position, no. Okay. I want to hear. I, I, I want to hear what I said. I said you unify the country quickly, and away. <sighs> that's... <laughs> never said that. I can't be in this podcast anymore. If Nick is just gonna be flipping everything all the time, unify the country quickly. I literally just made that point, and she's just like, "Oh, that's actually a better idea. I'll steal it." <laughs> That's what you just did. And this is like, and this is no, just like, that. and this is just like, we need, we need an effective KD plan. KD. We need an effective plan that's mm. gonna fix everything that's going on in the world. Mm. And it's gonna happen, and then we'll fix the country later. And mm. every single time no, that I bring up a more valid point, you're like, oh my god, what he said it actually made more sense. Maybe I should no. flip to it. Oh, you find a country no, quick. Okay, okay. Let me let say the first one. Let me let defend Let me let division in this country. And Nick is like, oh my god, that's actually really smart. I should do that first. <laughs> so no. don't. Okay, no. okay, 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 okay. Let okay, me okay, let okay, defend yourself. Okay. 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 So go. what I've been tr- saying like this whole entire time was. Let me go. This is literally the, I have always had the same idea. Continue. <laughs> 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 JFK type thing. Why are you going back to JFK? Why are you laughing? Why are you speaking? Why is he the only president that matters? There's FDR. There's a whole bunch of other big presidents <laughs> no, that have guided this country through times of no, hardship no, 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 no. and controversy. No, you have to listen to me. I keep on bringing it up because it's the best example of unifying the country with something like that, with national pride, such as the moon landing. 
some doing something that incites national pride that will have give enough support to the so president. you want to do a moon landing that's the only way we're going to heal this country no, is if we go to the moon is that is that no. your way you choose to go to the moon no something like that to counter your point i didn't even finish that was something like that something that has the same effect okay and using that support and country pride to support the president and being effective and the world's politics and creating long-term solutions for those because the, top, the clock is ticking. And the then ticking. after that, after something, after something's being built and things are getting better with the world, then the president can focus on deeply fixing America, like you were talking about, and really getting people to believe in the. Oh, oh you're talking about like, immediate goals or visions to just put out there. To like bring everyone to the same page. You're talking about bringing everyone up to speed yeah. on the same page at the same time. It seems like Anthony is taking a more... Uh, deeper. A more... A, a deeper yeah. a deeper process where he's really healing the country mm-hmm. fully and first. And I'd also like to say something to you, Anthony. I, my gripe with what you're saying is that a lot of presidents have been like that already. Like what? Oh, a moral leader. A likable president. But... And they try to fix it. Oh, which president? No, watch yeah, out. That's Dangerous what I'm saying. Time out, Nicolette. Okay. The only moral and leaders Reggie that I know I, from I history, because like, a lot of... Sh- no, I feel like Reggie and I, we have new ideas, and we have oh, an idea whoa, that whoa. can change something. New ideas? <laughs> so no. my idea is invalid? No, whoa. what I'm what, saying what? is that it's unique because it's about getting, being, having a wa- focus on... The focus on being a wise president rather than a likable one. The focus on having long-term values. Whoa, whoa. I never said likable president. No, I'm not talking, sorry. I, I know what you mean by connecting. Let's get to the weeds here. I, but I feel like we've seen a lot of presidents who connected, but there's a lot of things that saying. get lost in the way. No. And I feel like a okay. lot of them, I'm their saying... policies don't get that far and we're okay. still stuck here. Even though it makes people feel better, okay. when, they're, when they're gone... It goes back to the way things work. No, that's what I'm saying. Okay, okay, okay. What I'm trying to say is, instead of a instead of a JFK, Nicolette, we don't need JFK. We need FDR. Okay, we need someone who. Yo, but why was he great? Why are you cutting him off? Why was he great? Because he was a long term president. What we're trying to say, like he had long term ideas. The, what he did with the Great Depression, what he did with World War Two, those were ideas that okay. he was very wise. But he about. was good at restoring faith talk. in the country. First of all, he was good at restoring faith in the country, in in the people. He he was very good at uniting the people. Okay, honestly, um, when Nicholas says we don't need a more leader because they're just gonna be sweet talkers, just gonna no. say whatever, this is likable, <laughs> and you're like, we had so many. Okay, <laughs> name how many? Obama. <laughs> And then who's that? Definitely not Bush. And Obama. Clinton. <laughs> Clinton. He was a connect, good president, but, but he was he was connect. he was elected during a time where the country wasn't in this much chaos. Okay, this country is in a, in the most amount of chaos that has been in a decent amount. In, 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 it's maybe since I guess more controversial presidents. I can't really name a lot of other 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 presidents aside from Obama, and then who did go back to? JFK, you know what I'm saying? Like FDR. Okay, okay. so that's three. Every other president has just been just a very standard, average. Like yes, they've made, they've had their own policies and they made their own changes, but none of them to me stand out more than Obama, JFK, and FDR in okay. recent times. So for you to say we had so many and they didn't do anything. No. Okay. So no. for you to say that, so you're telling me that this country wouldn't benefit from the kind of character of someone like an FDR or 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 Obama. I'm not saying those those are those are very very unique personalities. And I'm not saying that any of the Democratic candidates could potentially emulate that. But I think, like Reggie said, there needs to be wisdom involved. It needs to be. Confidence. There needs, there needs to be. There's to be. Just. I'm. I'm keeping it very basic here. Okay. I know you're talking about all these big, these big grandiose plans. <laughs> but the question was, what do you want from the next president? Okay. The next president, yes, should be making plans internationally and all that. But at the same time, they need to be not controversial. We just like Reggie said. We need to get back to the roots of what. Okay. What this but country the thing needs. is that with Obama, if he was really wise and was thinking long term then we wouldn't have wouldn't have had a guy like trump in the office the next time he ran and of course there's a backlash from 
from race. That's not what so you say that Trump what got I'm elected because of Obama? Hold no, hold what I'm saying that's is that's not what Anthony said I though. Feel like if Obama could hold down strong institutions in the world and in the country, we wouldn't be in that many issues now. Obviously, he made us feel good, but I'm looking for a president who really focuses on the long term so we make sure that even if we get a bad president in the office, that the country, the economy, and all these alliances wouldn't be weak and destabilized. That's what I'm saying. And even though it feels good, I'm talking about the truth and what can end up happening. Okay, so... Let's wrap. Let, Feel good. What do you let's mean? wrap what, this up. What do you mean? Let's I'm wrap this up. Yeah, let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. So Anthony, Nicholas just said what you want, President. We're we're done hearing from her for now. <laughs> what do you like? What would you want to have? What 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 would you like from a president? Just r- wrap that up for us. A nice. All right, so I don't want to restate what I've said because I've said it already in Ten defense. Times. Yeah, in defense of Nicola attacking me. <laughs> I have I have to say that what you just said. It's just not gonna work because <laughs> we need people that are more effective and this is and that. And I was it's like, true. Well, so, you're done. We can have. I'm not. Who's to say? Like, I'm all like. Of course, you need an effective president. Part of being an effective president is being able to. That's whole part of the the process is unification. If a president can pull together, you know, a majority of the American people and say, all right, these are the pressing issues. We need to put our uh, our parties aside. We need to be bipartisan, get this stuff done, and, and, and stop being so divisive. Stop this side, that side, da-da-da. That's what I'm saying we need from the next president. We need a president that's going to be bipartisan. It's going to connect both both parties and say, whatever garbage happened during Trump, we need to get back to what matters. All right. I mean, my interpretation of it is Nikola wants the long-term plan sort of laid out quickly so we can all move forward and go from there. Uh, mm-hmm. Anthony... Anthony's taking sort of a deeper approach, and he's really taking a self-reflective look in the mirror collectively as a nation. What, I, what oftentimes I see is that our political views reflect, you know, how we see how we see life. So maybe that's just how Anthony thinks that we should approach certain things, and Nikola thinks that we should all work. We should all set up a goal first and then work towards that. Me personally, I would say I'm, I'm in between both of you guys. It's ironic because I'm also born in between both of you guys, <laughs> but I. I like focusing on core values, maybe not not only in the United States, but only core values that could bring other countries together. And I do like long-term plan to work towards sprinkling a little wisdom, I mean a lot of wisdom, and that's me. So we see the the shift in different things, you know. I know Nicola likes working towards those big goals, and that's why maybe that that's just her approach to things. That, that's why she's saying that. And Anthony is more of a soul searcher. So I think we're going to sign off for today. Anthony, Nicolette. Signing you off. It's the been, it's been a pleasure in, uh, partaking siblings. in this uh, lovely sibling debate. Siblings. <laughs> All right. Thank you. And have a good day.